Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is May 26th. It is Thursday, May 26th. And this is your daily financial news. If you don't know already, on Thursdays, we go a little bit early. We do it at 7 a.m. versus 7.30. The reason we do that is one of our experts, Mr. Jonathan Twanley, our scheduled interviews at 7.30 verse 8. And it's important for me to get this done first. So here we go a little bit earlier. When I look at the daily financial news, the first thing I want to talk about is I want to remind everybody that is a student of mine. Yesterday morning, about eight o'clock, maybe nine, I sent out the Zoom meeting invite. I leveraged the Teachable platform. So if you are a student of my course, how to get started one rental at a time or how to get started one rental at a time with mentoring option, uh, the interv- the link went out Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific. We are going to go for about an hour. We are going to start the conversation, hopefully keep it focused on buy box. Really want to dig into the buy box. I've asked some students to bring theirs so we have something to wrap about. My hope is we record this and give it away for years to come. Uh, I've never done one of these. I have no idea if it's going to work. It could be a total disaster. But I'm trying to give back more and we will see how Saturday goes. Cross your fingers. Next up, Q1 GDP, we got revision number two. If you guys don't know how this works, typically the GDPs, there are three revisions. This is the second one, and it got worse. Uh, Originally reported it down or negative 1.4. The expectation was it to be less worse at 1.3. It actually went the other way in negative 1.5. There is one piece in this that we will talk about that is... um, important, but we'll hold on to that for just a minute. Next, we got some retail earnings yesterday, May or this morning, excuse me, this morning. Macy's, Dollar General, Dollar Tree. And what we are seeing is a pretty resilient consumer, probably for two different reasons. Again, remember, I think we are having what I'm calling a K-shaped summer. If you are on the top end of the K, You are getting out. You are stretching your wings. You are partying like it's 1999. Macy's, like Nordstrom, is saying that they are seeing a switch to tailored suits, to dresses, basically stuff for special occasions, perhaps weddings or graduations or whatnot. But again, it is enough for Macy's to beat top, beat bottom, and raise guidance. Again, the consumer appears to be strong in the top end of the K. Now, Dollar Tree, Dollar General, equally strong, beat top, beat bottom, and raise guidance, kind of for a different reason. We are talking about not discretionary stuff. We are talking about people trading down and because they have to eat. 
which is, again, if in the K-shaped summer, unfortunately, the bottom end of the K. We are seeing true bifurcation. And it is very much 100%, in my opinion, caused by inflation. Inflation is a regressive tax. It eats its way up from the bottom. The ones most impacted are the ones that can least afford it. The disproportionately impact on the bottom means inflation is actually worse for them. It is a nasty, nasty tax, unfortunately. Now, tying this with this, inside the negative 1.5, there was one upward revision. It was to the consumer. Consumer spending was raised up. Where this came down was government spending and essentially inventory built. So again, based on what I'm seeing, right, we got uh, Macy's, we had Nordstrom's, we had Dollar Tree, Dollar General, lots of retailers. We had retail sales, I think on Tuesday, or maybe that was last week. I don't know. I read a lot of stuff. But it appears the consumer is strong. So Q2 GDP likely won't have the inventory issues. So Q2 GDP will likely be positive and thus not two back-to-back quarters of a recession. Uh, I don't know. That's what I'm seeing right now. Let me know what you think. Leave comments below. Do you think Q2 will be negative GDP? Just curious. Leave a comment. Yes, no. Love to hear your opinion. Uh, Davos 2022, the super elite, the rich, the powerful met in Davos. They haven't done this since 2020 in person. Uh, Based on all the articles I've read, the rich, the wealthy, the powerful are cranky. Uh, Lots of them have lost billions and billions of dollars. They also see worldwide recession. Lots of them talked about China. Lots of them talked about Europe. Lots of them talked about, sure, the U.S. may skate by one this year, but next one is probable. They talked about deglobalization, which actually is the reverse of what they want, right? They want this, I don't know, Uber world engine working. Not going that way. We're seeing countries restrict exports. Even the U.S. potentially restricting exports on gas, right? We have a lot of nationalism going on, kind of the reverse of what you think the World Economic Forum would want, Uh, kind of going backwards. And again, Greg Dickerson and I have talked about this a bunch. It It is easy to get the rich and elite and powerful to agree when times are good. When times are bad, not happening. And that's what is going on right now. Uh, And then lastly, the Fed minutes. The Fed minutes came out yesterday. They were, um, I think they were cheered by Wall Street. I think Wall Street said, okay, we got you June. We got you July, 50 basis points. Uh, They were happy to read that there was zero talk of 75 basis point move, which again, I believe is a mistake. I believe the Fed is being too weak. Uh, The other thing they mentioned is inflation was actually mentioned 60 times uh, in their summary. They did talk about a concern for financial stability. Uh, They are seeing some highly leveraged bets in the commodity sector, which I thought was interesting. Uh, And lastly, they are ready to go past neutral. I think a lot of people got the Fed minutes and were dovish, meaning hey, they're going to slow down sooner. I think the market said, hey, 50-50, and oh my goodness, they might pause or they might go 25 in September. 
I don't see it that way, but I, I can understand what they see. Next up, Congressional Budget Office. I don't know if you know anybody in the CBO, but if you do, I think you need to ask what they are smoking. Uh, they have some really good stuff. This is what the CBO put out yesterday. They see, they see GDP for 2022, that's this year, at a yearly rate of 3.1%. Remember, folks, there's only four quarters in a year, and we already got the first print at negative 1.5. So in order to average 3.1, <laughs> the CBO is, they, they got some good stuff. Next up, inflation. They think inflation will be 2% sometime in 2024. Maybe. CPI, they think CPI will be down to 4.7% this year at basically December. Maybe. And then finally, unemployment. They see unemployment at 3.7% at the end of the year. I think it's a touch higher. I gave you all my feedback in my 2022 and 2023 whiteboard. Um, but yeah, I think, I think they're basically hoping for 3.1% GDP at the end of the year. They're looking at 2.2% next year and 1.5% the year after. Kind of feels like stagflation to me, but where we go. We got some earnings that we need to talk about. NVIDIA beat top, beat bottom, but gave weak guidance. And folks, we are only in tech. We are only worried about the guidance. NVIDIA's earnings forecast was light, and I'm going to guess they're getting hit. They said, challenging macro environment. As someone who had worldwide sales responsibility, what that is code for, in my opinion, Europe's not buying. Asia's not buying. We can't hit our numbers. Where I worked, Asia was about, these are rough numbers. I think it was like 18%. Europe was like 28%, 30% maybe. US was, or the, North America was the rest with some public sector. But yeah, uh, I think you really are seeing a slowdown in Asia and Europe. Snowflake, one of those high multiple cloud stocks. Again, beat top, beat bottom, but gave weak guidance. Again, I am going to guess their stock is getting hammered. Barron's, shout out Barron's for an interesting article. I love numbers. I love data, right? They're fact-based. They're supposed to not be opinion-based. 1951 was the last time the following happened. 1951 was the last time inflation was over 8% and unemployment was under 4% until this year. Until this year. In fact, since the early, since 1948, unemployment had been under 4% and inflation under 4, sorry. Since 1948, unemployment has dipped under 4%. 146 times, 146 months out of that, I don't know, what do you want to call that, 70 years, 72 years, 74 years? Only 15 times has unemployment been under 4% and inflation above 8%, same month. Every time that happened, there was a recession in the very near future. 
Think about the Fed's job, right? You got high inflation, a really strong job market, wage inflation. They've got to whack inflation by raising rates. Next up, Fox. Actually, I took it off. Something that I told you would likely be coming. I think this might have been with Anna Kelly last week. Is we are seeing a very strong dollar. A very strong dollar has a disproportionate impact on multinational companies. And I proposed, dare I say called, that there will be companies that blame dollar strength for weak earnings. Box did that yesterday. Box blamed the strong dollar for three cents of negative earnings. Basically, they sold the stuff in yen or euros or renminbi or whatever. And then in the conversion to dollars, they lost. So yes, uh, yeah, strong dollar hurt currencies. Again, more and more multinationals will blame the strong dollar going forward. Just like we will have more pre-announcements going forward. It is just winter is here. Apple raising wages, not only at corporate, but at their retail stores. I have still believed that wage inflation has just started, has just started. By the way, folks, if you could see my feet right now, Sonny has just curled up in a little ball right in the middle of my feet. Kind of cute. William Sonoma, another retailer. I would call them a high-end retailer selling kitchen I don't know, kitchen wares, kitchen goods. Every time I go into Williams-Sonoma, I'm like, damn, your stuff's expensive. Uh, but they beat top, beat bottom, and raised guidance. Williams-Sonoma, is that like where you go for wedding registries or something? I mean, yeah, again, retail strong. Top end of the K, strong. Uh, what else do we got? Broadcom is going to be buying VMware. We pro- proposed that on Monday. It looks like $61 billion. Any other thoughts? Oh, I guess Musk. Looks like Musk has secured about $33 billion. He's lowering the amount of debt he needs to take on. Is this a sign that the Twitter deal happens? Maybe. Is it a sign that the deal happens at 54 bucks? I'm not sure that's where we're going. Musk might be using this to help negotiate a cheaper price. Frankly, if they haven't answered the bots question, is it 5% or 25%? That's a problem. And after Snap's earnings announcement, Twitter has got to be getting hammered. After uh, Musk talked about uh, 5% or 20% bots on the All In podcast, Every Twitter advertiser has had to ask for lower rates. So, again, I hope the Twitter deal happens. I suspect it will happen at a lower price. It could absolutely still blow up, uh, but we shall see. Before we wrap up, let's congratulate two people. I've got to get better at getting these off the wall. Ah, any suggestions on how to do that better? I will. All right, let's congratulate Danny. Danny, congratulations for getting your deal. Your card will go out in the mail. And Yulani, congratulations for getting your deal. Your card will go out in the mail. Folks, if you want to get one of these cards, all you have to do is close your first or next rental property. 
it could be a house hack. I'll give you that. I'm a very, very easy grader. I want to know that this channel is helping people. So I helped you some way, somehow. The channel, the book, the course, whatever, easy grader. Need your address, and I will mail you one of these cards. All right, Yolani, Danny, your cards will go out in the mail. Thank you very much. Take care.